Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts and postage on shipping from UPS and USPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup and drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timeliness to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. With my promo code POD, that's P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we're going to be talking about the trade deadline. We're going to give you some ideas of some trades that the Panthers could make. Maybe some trades the Panthers ship off some guys. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we're going to look at Halloween. And Jerry liked to do something uh, on, on the holidays where we go through and, and do some fun stuff. Uh, so we're, we're going to tell you what some Carolina Panthers are going to be dressing up as this year. And then maybe like a little bonus of some, some of their favorite candies or something. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, Yeah, we're just trying to keep it a little light-spirited yeah. since, you know, it was doom and gloom in the past few weeks. So, yeah, let's let's try to keep it light here. All right, yeah, we're going to yeah. go ahead and go ahead and start <laughs> off with some trades here. We're going to go ahead and start with the big one. All the Panther fans, all Panthers Twitter is talking about Deshaun Watson. Now, it has been reported that, you know, Dolphins are the front runner, that they're really close to a deal. But right now, it hasn't been done, so we're just going to move on and say, let's talk about it. What would you give up for Deshaun Watson, or do you even want him? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want him, I think. Just from a football perspective, he's a top five quarterback when he pl- when he's playing. He's still very young. What is he? Twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got everything you'd want from a physical standpoint, from a tools standpoint. Elephant in the room, of course, is the legal issues right now. Twenty two um, sexual assault charge, not chart. I guess lawsuits filed against mm-hmm. him. Um, Potential criminal charges pending. I mean, his lawyers say that they don't expect any criminal charges, but I know there's investigation going on. Um, the, uh, the commissioner came out today and said that they just don't have enough information to place him on the commissioner's exempt list as of right now. So it seems like if the Dolphins or the Panthers trade for him, that he could play. Yeah. Uh, and, unless something else comes out about this stuff. So. 
I think for me, if the Panthers were to trade for him, one of the uh, one of the things that I would want to see would be him just settling these things. Um, I think Tepper, as a businessman, would yeah. Tepper is gonna gonna make a decision risk versus reward, right? I mean, yeah. that's he's a businessman, um, a very successful one. So I think part of that risk, obviously, is what happens. If he loses 22 of the, you know, all these lawsuits or even one of these lawsuits. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the deal. So, I don't know. What are you thinking? I mean, before we get into, like, compensation, what, what, how do you feel about it? I, th- I have a mixed feeling. I, I, I really like Deshaun Watson as a player. I liked him in Clemson. I liked him. I thought he was very poorly scouted for the NFL draft. I thought mm-hmm. Houston grabbed him and they were He's lucky. He's a 10th pick, right? Yeah, it was something like that. that. There was quite a few players picked before him, quarterback-wise, too. I remember thinking, is he really the third or fourth best receiver Mm -hmm. quarterback in this draft? That being said, the allegations are so rough. I mean, you don't want that type of person if if the accusations are true. Now, I'm going to go on record if he... Got a rub and tug that was consensual. That yes, it is illegal, but mm-hmm. it was not forced on them. It was an agreed upon thing. I have no problem with that. Again, illegal, I understand that, but to consenting adults, I'm not really worried. It's just that other area where it's not consensual. And that's where yeah. it gets really hazy. And once that happens, I don't want that person on my team. Yeah. I mean, and of course, that's what the lawsuits are, right? Is that un, yeah. you know it was forced upon or unwanted uh, sexual advances or you know touching assault, essentially sexual assault. So, you know, that's what that's what the allegations are. That's what the lawsuits are about. Of course, you hate to judge someone before legal mm-hmm. process is played out. You you know, there are always two sides to every story. Um, can't just assume that he is guilty, but it's a lot of smoke. I mean, it's it a is lot a lot of smoke. of smoke. It's a lot of smoke, and um, yeah, I mean, obviously, character-wise, for the Panthers especially, coming from the Jerry Richardson era, where you had the sexual misconduct stuff, mm-hmm. and trying to move away from that and trying to create a new culture, is this the right move for that? Yeah, you know it- that that movement. And let's be fair. Let's be fair to Deshaun Watson. As soon as the first couple girls came out, he came out saying, "Hey, these girls were trying to get money out of me a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I told them no because this was not true." Yeah. And then it just seemed like it continued to pile up. So he he adamantly has denied this. So, and you're right with the Panthers organization, but in Tepper's eyes too. To trade for a MVP caliber quarterback in the prime of his career or going mm-hmm. into his prime doesn't and the have only a reason chance. the only reason he's even available is because of all this mess, right? Like, you know, I know he wanted to be traded even before all this stuff came out, but the, the Texans weren't going to do that. They had to give him an extension. They'd have done something to make him happy. Um, I don't think he would have been even considered to be traded. Well, he got uh, an extension last year, so yeah, they would it have wasn't done, about I'm just money. saying they would have done something, right, to, to keep yeah. him happy. 
because uh, a guy like this just doesn't get traded in the prime of his career. In, yeah. Even, I mean, he's still very early in his career. So the allegations are really the only reason why so many teams have an option here. But um, so, all right, let's just say, you know, for the sake of the podcast here, it is something that the Panthers are going to do. Um, he settles all, his, all of his lawsuits. That It's no longer an issue, you know, from a disciplinary perspective. Um, you know, the asking price is high as, you know, he's an MVP caliber quarterback, like you just said. So uh, initially the asking price was, you know, multiple first round picks, at least mm-hmm. three, several young starting players, and then probably some other picks thrown in. So I saw someone, uh, a Houston fan today, tweet three first rounders, Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, J.C. Horn. Ideally, <laughs> that's what we would like. I said, yeah, I bet that's what you would like. I bet that would get the deal done. Uh, that's too much, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, you know, three first round picks and, you know, well, uh, Robbie Anderson. Sign oh, me up for that, you know. Yeah. Throw in well, Sam Darnold for free. Well, I have, I wish I remembered who reported this, but the Texans were offered two first rounds and two second rounds for him in the draft or before mm-hmm. the draft, and they denied it. Mm-hmm. I also read a report that teams aren't coming close to that currently. Yeah. So that makes me feel better. Maybe two first rounders and a player. I mean, I don't know which player you're going to go with. I mean, I would love it to be Robbie Anderson, but I don't think that would be <laughs> probably the type not. of player. Yeah, probably but not. Now, they do my... need wide receiver help there. Like, they, they don't have a lot of playmakers on that team. So, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I, yeah, I, at a minimum, I think you're probably looking at at least two first-round picks uh, and plus, you know, plus yeah. other things. So, again, it's, it's all it, it all comes down to... To the allegations, I think. To quick, to how comfortable are you? Yeah. You know? Quick question, DJ Moore. They they mm. need. Would you trade him? No. With okay, DJ Moore, Brian Burns. Hmm. <sighs> no, I, I. I mean, again, it depends. Like, am I trading DJ Moore straight up for Deshaun Watson? Yeah. No, 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 no. This is are included we saying with... two first round picks, a bunch of other picks, plus DJ yes. Moore. You know. No, no, no. We're two first rounds and DJ Moore. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me before the season started, I would say yeah because we had Robbie Anderson, but Robbie Anderson can't catch the ball. Yeah. So who's who's gonna catch well, the ball? Who's gonna I, catch I, Deshaun Watson's th- passes? No, I I understand. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm making you uh you know. Yeah, just I mean, to I, see what you... I would say of those two, I would you know say Burns, you know, over more in terms of who I would rather trade, just because the defense is stronger, and we got you know players that could step in and at least be 75% of what Burns is. Um, I mean, I would probably think more like Chin, you know, even though I love Chin, I would rather him than Burns. Um, But ideally, you know, someone like Robbie Anderson. I mean, Terrace Marshall is a possibility. Um, I mean, some of the really young guys, I don't want to trade Horn. No, I wouldn't Um, want to trade Horn either. No, but... 
you know, throw uh, AJ Bouye or something in there. Maybe I, you know, I don't know. It just depends. But uh, you know, outside of Watson, let's say that we're the third team in this trade, and it's the Dolphins, Houston, and Carolina, and then Tua is coming to Carolina. Ugh. Is Tua an upgrade over Darnold? Yes. But he's but he obviously doesn't sound like he's a guy that you. I really liked him coming covet. out of the draft, but he hasn't shown he's had much. A rough, in, yeah, he's he's had some rough uh, rough couple of years. And I think Brian Flores is a decent coach, so I just it's not like he's coming from god awful coaching like Donald Adam did. Gase. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. That, I mean, I think that's, that's a possibility, though. The good news is he's left-handed, so. Taylor Bunt would be on his blind side. That's good. True. Yeah, I mean, that's almost a reason to do it right there. Honestly, that solves two problems. <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. That would really yeah. help out. I think he'd be a lot cheaper. I, you know, he certainly wouldn't be multiple first-round picks. You may have to throw a first-round pick in there to get to a... Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. But I think yeah. it's a possibility. I, I truly do. I don't think there's any other quarterbacks really worth even talking about. Uh, the only one I could see is if Philadelphia pulls off the Deshaun Watson trade and then maybe Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Uh, I mean, they they also have... Um, Minshew. Minshew, who... I mean, they just they, traded Flacco, so mm-hmm. they don't have any other quarterbacks. But if you could do a Darnold plus a, I don't know, a fifth rounder for Minshew... I'd do that in a heartbeat. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, but he has that fifteen million dollar tag next year. So, who, or, Darnold or Minshew? Mm, Darnold. Darnold. He's got that I think rookie. It's even more than that, but yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's why you have to throw in the fifth rounder. But I don't know. <laughs> Take the salary, <laughs> I mean, obviously, please. Again, these are uh, these are trades that are probably not going to happen. But all right. Well, speaking of the Eagles, I've got another one here. Um, left tackle Andre Dillard. Yeah, that, he's on my yeah, list, too. On your list, too, yeah. Uh, you know, he's been a guy that's sort of been relegated to uh, a rotational role. Mm-hmm. Um, not playing a ton for them, but when he is playing, he's playing fairly well. Uh, yeah, he would he certainly played, be an upgrade. Yeah, but, he's former first-round talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't panned out, but like you said, has been playing well in spot duty. That being said, I don't think we have the capital for him. We don't have a second- or third-round pick this year. I mean, I don't see us draw, giving up a first-round pick for him because that's just way too much. And, and I don't that's see something a to fourth... say about all all of these trades. Like the the Panthers have traded a lot of their draft capital, mm-hmm. uh, really, even some in twenty twenty three now. So it's you know a, a lot of this is just not even going to be possible, unfortunately. No, no. Yeah, I mean, is... if it's you think it's a second or a third, or you think they could get him for a fourth? I don't think it's fourth. I think. The value of a backup left tackle is yeah. more than a four. He's like the only one, even, even remotely even, being talked uh, yeah, about. Possible, yeah. But but here's a player that I was going to bring up later, Etor Grossmontos. Maybe mm-hmm. a player for player type of swap, and maybe we throw in a fifth round pick, something like yep. that. That's I like possible. Etor, but with Hassan Reddick <clears throat> looming, and then Fox got signed here, mm-hmm. I could see them. Him being expendable, but still being young and talented, where the Philly would want him. Yeah, yeah, so, he's he's not been out there enough really to show that he's a bust. Um, no, and he lo- and, he's looked good he has, when he's he played. Has made, yeah, he's made some good plays. So 
uh, yeah, could be a, a good trade bait there. Um, who else do you have that the Panthers could go after? Uh, the only other one I could see, low-round picks, Austin Blythe, uh, center slash guard, Kansas City. He's played okay. before uh, last year. He's just not playing this year because I can't think of the guy's name. Give me one second. Um, their starting center has really taken off. And he's who, 29 what team years. is this? Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. So he's been decent, not great. I mean, there's a reason why he's no longer the mm-hmm. starter, but he's only 29. You know, you get him in, and you know how Matt Rule and Fitter love these guys who can play multiple positions. That was kind of mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. going with. Okay, so you, I, you're focused on the O-line. Um, obviously, I mean, a, a good place to focus, right? <laughs> um, so I've got one. Uh, I've got three more here. Two of them are, are sort of we can talk about. If you say O.J. Howard again this year... For like the third or fourth year in a row. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start with Tracy Walker. He's a safety <laughs> from the Lions. Uh, he's having a, a pretty good season. Um, I don't really know in terms of comp- compensation what people would want. I've seen like a fifth round pick thrown around. You know, safeties just don't seem to be in demand. No. You know, I mean, we see like good safeties into free agency, four or five weeks into free agency before they're even signed. So, um but Tracy, well, I think a safety could be upgraded for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's an, uh, a name to look at, uh, whether the Panthers trade for him or someone else does. I think he's, he's got a possibility there. The, the Lions are terrible. Uh, especially, they will be sellers. Especially if Burris can't shake off that injury because as sad mm-hmm. as this is, they are really banking on him becoming something because yeah. Chandler and Franklin have not taken over that role like I was hoping one of them would. Yeah. Yep. So I think safety is a possibility there. And uh, just, yeah, the last couple I want to talk about are tight ends. Um, of course. <laughs> you with this well, tight I think, end. I think uh, uh, Hayden Hurst from the Falcons. Now, you know, these interdivisional trades, I don't know, you know, how often they really happen. But Hayden Hurst is sort of expendable there now with mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Pitts. Uh, and he's talented. He would immediately become the best tight end on the team. Now, of course, the Panthers traded away Dan Arnold. And I think that's a similar skill set there to Hayden Hurst. So they obviously didn't feel like they needed um, Dan Arnold. Turns out I think they did because our tight end core I, is just not doing anything. Again, I know how you feel about it, that, that they're not you know really part of the offense. But I think if we had a good one, they would be part of the offense. But you're, we've had you're, this conversation so You just times. asked for Hayden Hurst, who has yeah. a similar skill set to Dan Arnold. But Dan Arnold yeah. wasn't really used in the first games that he was here. Well, he was only here for like two games, right? I think it was three games, and he had seven catches the games. Okay, well, this this other one here, he would definitely be used. Okay? <laughs> Mr. O.J. Howard. Tight end for the Bucks. <laughs> I, st- I still believe. I mean, I watched him play, what was it? Whatever, whenever the Bucks played last, I, I watched that game. Hey, he's such a beast, man. Like, he, you know, he doesn't get a lot of passes thrown his way because there's so many mouths to feed on that offense but he is good and he would immediately he's huge he's fast he's got decent hands i think he would be an incredible addition to this team and i'll keep saying it until either he retires or the panthers trade for him or sign him you know in free agency or something so i, I like oj howard I, I think he'd be a fun player on the team 
I have no problem with bringing in O.J. Howard. It's just not going to happen with Tampa Bay being interdivisional, like I've said multiple years now. Yeah, but are, and, are they even really in our division anymore? Like, they've, they've ascended to a higher plane <laughs> of division, I think. Right now they are. Um, not only that, like I said, I'm not sure Joe Brady really attacks a tight end position. It just doesn't seem that way. I know we haven't had the best quarterbacks under Joe Brady, but Joe Brady's offense doesn't seem to scheme that way either. Joe Brady's offense, there's a lot. Uh, it doesn't scheme to score Joe, points. Joe I mean, Brady's the way it looks. Offense, like, let's but... be honest. Joe Brady's going to come up uh, in our in our next segment here. But uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So um, just thinking of guys that the Panthers could trade away. You know, you mentioned Etor. Uh, he was on mm-hmm. my list of a possible trade. Uh, sell i guess uh robbie anderson i think is definitely on there i don't know what his value is at this point uh he's so, i mean he's he's just played so terribly he's he's got the contract now it's not a huge contract but it's in that range of solid number two wide receiver uh and he's not playing like that right now at all um and then i think you you know go ahead I have one person that is so I'm not expecting it to happen that I could honestly see it happening though. The way okay. the losses have been piling up, the way this team has been forming around here, Dante Jackson is on the last mm. year of his contract with Stefan Gilmore, CJ Henderson, JC Horn on this team. Mm-hmm. And Fitterer in on every deal, maybe he gets a first-round pick for him. I mean, mm-hmm. so, uh, I okay, probably not a first-round pick, but maybe <laughs> I mean, something. If, I think if they were offered a first-round pick, they would take that immediately. Late first round or something like that. I mean, yeah, or even he's, a second he's, play, he's playing really well, guys. So, yeah, he's playing great. He's playing great. Maybe something like that Fitterer decides to move him because they don't think they're going to re-sign him next year and they're not doing anything. That's not that's that I hadn't even thought of that, but it makes perfect sense. Um and hell, he could even be included in one of these bigger trades that we've talked yeah. about. You know, uh, as a, a valuable piece. So, of course, you know, that's a little bit devalued because you're going to have to sign him. You know, yeah. he's not locked up currently. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's an interesting one. Um, the, only one that I, the only other one that I even thought, you know, could be a possibility is CMC. Um, again, where, where's his value right now? I don't know. I don't want to trade him. I don't think the Panthers will trade him. But if it is one of these, you know, a Deshaun Watson trade where you maybe you include cmc in that and that's your big player you know and yeah honestly it it would kind of solve a couple of problems for the panthers Um, and it would match salaries too i mean deshaun has a bigger salary but they would be able to take on that salary with him coming right so a very unlikely um and it would really it would hurt the offense i mean we've seen what the offense is without McCaffrey. It's trash. It's terrible. Um, but, you know, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. So, I don't know. The Lions have a couple of really nice running backs. Maybe we trade for one of those. I, DeAndre Swift is awesome. He's kind of McCaffrey light. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him here. Well, you know, supposedly uh, the 
the Panthers have called on Marlon Mack, but the price was too high. So That's right, yeah. I'm surprised the price was too high. They're not even playing him. I don't know. I mean, I like I, Marlon Mack. I do too. And I'm shocked yeah. he isn't getting any snaps, but it is what it is. Yeah. That's another team that's got a you know pretty good running back core. So jealous. Makes me jealous. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the trade deadline talk. If anybody else has any ideas, any trades that you'd like to see, uh, hit us up. We'll be back uh, in a couple of days and we can kind of run through some. Uh, but yeah, hit us up on Twitter, MeowMix uh, podcast on Twitter or mailbag at MeowMixpodcast.com for email. Yeah. Uh, All right. YouTube will probably be on the comments section. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. We'll talk. We'll talk about uh, any possible trades we see on that YouTube comment section as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, spooky. Woo. Yay! It's fun time. <laughs> Halloween time. So this Halloween year we. <laughs> so this year we're gonna go ahead and dress up some of the Panthers' favorite players. Just kind of give them a costume and tell why we're giving them this costume. And maybe some of our least favorite uh, members of the organization. We'll True. Do you want to go ahead and mine are, start off? Mine are almost all mean. I'll just say that. Mine are oh, see, all mean. I tried to go positive. I was trying to go, except for my, one. There was one that a, I would kind of mean. but I was a real dick with these, honestly. <laughs> uh, some, Most of them. There's a couple that are good. but um, Hey, real quick. Uh, are you excited to take your daughter trick or treating? This is like the first year that she's been able to go, right? Because yes. Last year, you know, COVID last year and everything. COVID and last so year, and I mean, she was still so little; she yeah. really didn't know. She was dressed up as Snow White that last year, but this year she's gonna be her namesake. She's gonna be a Pokemon Eevee. Her mm-hmm. mom and I are gonna go, even though it doesn't really work. We're going to wear some Team Rocket shirts. Nice. So. Nice. And we'll probably That's go cool. around our street and before she gets done with it, and yeah, we'll go. Back. That's what we're gonna do. We're we're gonna go early, and um, Chase is gonna be Spider Man, and uh, he's he's really into Spider Man all of a sudden, which is awesome. I love Spider Man yeah. as well. Oh, have have him watch the Spectacular Spider Man TV show. That was such a good underrated. Sh- tv show it's a cartoon i will so. do that yeah yeah he's watching like the there's some something on nick jr or something now some spidey and his friends or something which he loves mm. and logan too every time it comes on spidey spidey <laughs> from logan but uh yeah i think logan's gonna be like a little dinosaur or something but yeah I'm, I'm excited to take him out and then we're gonna be the house i bought a bunch of boxes of full-size candy bars to give out so we're gonna be that house i always wanted to be that house you know that gave out the you know, I call it the oh, rich yeah. house. You know, that gives out the full size candy bar when I was a kid. Let's go to the rich house. Let's go to the rich house. So we're going to be that house this year. I'm excited. Nice. About that. Yeah, yeah, my wife and I have discussed that, but no, we've gotten like three trick or treaters here in the past like three years. So we're not sure. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, all right. So I assume now Jerry and I have not talked about these, so we probably overlapped on a few. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be funny if we overlapped on all of them. I don't know, but we did five each. Um, so how about you kick it off? Who's your first one? I went Hassan Reddick. Okay, Hassan Reddick. He, I have him dressing up as Freddy Krueger because nice. he's giving opposing teams quarterbacks nightmares how he's playing this year. Well done. 
A lot of mine are self-explanatory too, so I didn't write a little description. <laughs> but, um, all right, so I did not do Hassan Reddick. I thought about him, but that's a good one. All right, so I went Robbie Anderson. I'm, I'm sure you probably did as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is going to be dressed up as a Butterfinger. <laughs> Just the candy bar. <laughs> dressed up as a With an honorable mention to a troll doll. Okay, <laughs> so I have Robbie Anderson too, but I have him mirroring Chase, dressed up as Spider-Man because he needs the ball to stick to his hands. And I figured Spider-Man can climb up walls and has his sticky hands. Mm. That would help him out. Okay, okay. I'm trying to yeah, help you him. You're just I understand. Yeah, crucified. I told you I was a real dick in most of these. All right, um, what's your next one? Oh, so you uh, you had Robbie Anderson as well, but go ahead. Yeah, I have Jeremy Chin. Okay, I, have I, him, have chin. I have him dressed up as Batman because he's lurking in the backfield or mm. in the back. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he knocks guys out. There you go. Nice one. All right. I got Brian Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously, Spider-Man is his, you know, spirit animal. Uh, spirit animal? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> it's his, his spirit uh, superhero. But I've got him as the Tasmanian Devil. Because every time I see him, he is whirling and dervish and he's spinning all around and just creating havoc. Um, So uh, Brian Burns is the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, I like that one. Actually, that that matches perfectly. Yeah. So I have Dante Jackson dressed in all black suit with glasses as men in black. Because he's having a great year, but no one's talking about him. He's just so inconspicuous. You just you don't even realize he's there, but he's putting up great numbers. He's having a great year. That's a good one. That's a great one. Uh, I did not have him as well. So, I don't know. Maybe we're not going to overlap hardly at all. Uh, I've got Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I avoided. I was trying to be mm-hmm. positive this again, episode. Again. Yeah, we, we, we took it. We went differently with these. <laughs> um all right, so Sam Darnold, I don't know. This one's kind of a cool one, um, but also it, it makes sense. So Sam Darnold, have you ever seen the movie Major League? Yes, yes. Okay. I know exactly. <laughs> okay, so Sam Darnold is Ricky Vaughn, wild thing Ricky Vaughn. Uh, he's got all the talent in the world, but you have no idea where the ball's going. You have no clue where the ball's going. So, oh. Ricky Vaughn pre-glasses. I got that in parentheses. Pre-glasses. Because, you know, once Ricky Vaughn realized he needed glasses, maybe that's Sam's problem. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. James Winston needed LASIK. Maybe that's it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a great right. one. First of all, some of the younger listeners aren't going to know what we're yeah. talking about. But Guys, that go is watch a great Major one. League. One of my, maybe my favorite baseball movie of all time. I don't know. There, I, there's so many that are good, but that's a great one. Okay. And it so, holds up. So this last one I didn't pick. Joe okay. Brady went ahead and texted oh. me this one, and he put dressed Christian McCaffrey as Jesus Christ, his savior for the offense. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a twofer there. That's great. <laughs> that is that's really funny. Um, so I have two more: Joe Brady and Christian McCaffrey are my okay. last. Two. So funnily enough. Well, I do um, have a bonus, by the way. Okay, you know? okay. Uh, so, uh, Joe Brady, I'll go with him first. Um, I've got him dressed up as Ed Ogeron, the uh, former LSU head coach, because I read a report today that LSU is zeroing in on Joe Brady to be their next Zero all head you want. coach. 
You so, zero in all you want, LSU. Yeah. So Joe Brady's going to dress up as Ed Rogeron. And then Chris McCaffrey, I got two possibilities for him. Okay? Mm-hmm. You tell me which one is the most dickish. Uh, the first one is the little guy from Operation. Okay, the guy that's <laughs> sitting in the in the board game Operation. He's got all the maladies. You're trying to fix him, but every time you try, you just something else goes wrong, right? So the guy from Operation, or he's the Invisible Man, because since he signed that big contract, he's nowhere to be seen. He's not on the field. I, I think the Operation guy is funnier. I'm gonna go yeah, go with funnier. that one. That was my first one. I threw the invisible man in there. All right. All right. All what's right, your so last one here? I have a bonus one. I have okay. David Tepper dressing up as King Henry VIII. <laughs> wow. Okay. So King Henry VIII, going on a history lesson, is very famous for beheading all his wives and stuff. And I'm hoping <laughs> this encourages him to metaphorically behead some of this coaching staff that needs to mm. be taken care of. So that is my... My hope for David Tepper being King Henry VIII. It's a bit of a stretch, but I'll I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, nice, nicely done there. Yours are very hopeful. You know, yours yeah. are very hopeful. I had Matt Rule down as my bonus as uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop uh, for two reasons. One, he sort of looks like Paul Blart Mall Cop, uh, and then two, that could be his next career because he. Uh, <laughs> Not uh, not proving out too well so far in the NFL. So. <laughs> Hopefully cool. not. I, I, you know, again, we you know we kid, we kid, I kid. We, Yours were good. We, we joke Mine around were, to you know. hide tears. Yeah, you have to laugh through the pain. <laughs> laugh or you cry. Um, all right. Anything that, else? Happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. <laughs> all right. Uh. If you have any other suggestions, like, you know, we've said before, email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. You can DM us on Twitter at meowmakespodcast, or you can drop a comment in the YouTube section. But other than that, we want to thank everyone for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at meowmakespodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. And we'll be back on Friday previewing the next Carolina Panthers game, an interdivisional matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. Another winnable game for the Panthers. Uh I don't know what your confidence level is right now, but I've got to tell you, mine's pretty low. So hopefully by then, maybe some trades will happen. Maybe something something exciting will happen to, uh, to get us up for that podcast. But uh, we will be back, and I'm sure we'll be excited, and we'll be positive on the Panthers again. So until then, everybody stay safe out there. Happy Halloween, and keep pounding. Wow, wow.